Ooh, G's there. Ooh, G's there. Ooh, G's there. <laughs> Ray, is this your new character? New <laughs> oh, this is your like Fargo area shock jock radio host. I like it. Ooh, G's there. Ooh, G's there. <laughs> he's just uh, he's just a shock jock from from uh, from the great state of Minnesota. Yeah, she's oh, there. Somebody <laughs> did. Somebody did. Somebody let out a little hooser from the back door. <laughs> oh, geez, there. Oh, geez, the radio. Can you say? Can you say that on the, on the radio? radio? On the Lord's radio. My name is Mr. Sour Pickle. They are the visionaries. Rappling hood. Help him to up with people. We're getting on my nerves, horse. We can't ever go back to Arizona. Oh, How did JFK get my spaghetti video? To help them fight Ooh, Welcome back, everybody. It's Saturday Morning Tuesdays. We're an adult podcast about children's cartoons, and I'm Rory. I'm Andy. And I'm Austin. You guys are here with us at the at the at the uh, at the swan song of our Sailor Moon. Uh, Magical Girls, uh, Magical Girls Art. This this one is our is a Sailor Moon exclusive Power. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the the fabled Sailor Moon Power Hour number. I don't four? know, at least three, maybe four. This may be I'm our really fourth to, one. I think I think this yeah. is probably only a third because the last time I did Sailor Moon, it was all Sailor Moon. That's right? true. So That's true. They were all Power Hours till we died. <laughs> Just, yeah, doesn't count. This this is episode, but this is episode ten of our Magical Girls arc. Like we've done most of the year at this point has been us watching Magical Girl shit. Well, and that's because we had that unexpected hiatus for like four or five weeks, and so it it's like it's like fifteen weeks that we've been just consuming Magical Girls, and (laughs) I'm not I'm not upset about it. Yeah, with like specials that are also don't that aren't not Magical Girls. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm counting you, Ronin Warriors. Yeah, Ronin Warriors. It's been it's been great. We've learned a lot uh, <laughs> about ourselves, uh-huh. about the circle. <laughs> I was just gonna say the circle. <laughs> oh God, Ronin Warriors. Um, yeah, this has been a blast, and I'm actually sad that we're ending. Uh, we're ending our magical girl run. I mean, I'm sure someday we'll come back to Sailor Moon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Sailor, gotta, Moon, Sailor Moon's never gone for, t- for too long. This <laughs> this season does kind of uh, end on a bit of a odd note. Well, it isn't actually that quite the end of this season. It's just the end of an arc, right? So, well, was, sure, this arc ends. Yeah, it doesn't end on an ending, really. No, it doesn't. It just sort of <laughs> bleeds into the next thing, uh, and kind of doesn't give like anything. Per- I mean, I don't know. We'll talk about this, but I, I didn't feel like super fulfilled at the end of this no but some of that has been i think endemic to sailor moon the end has often been kind of the weakest episode of the bunch it usually is yeah i mean one maybe one cool thing happens that we've been waiting all season to happen and and then that's like oh that was cool and then you know the rest is like 20 minutes of of they they fight yeah yeah (laughs) so when you talked about bleeding in um, one arc to the other, that's going to be pretty similar, I think, to our conversation today because we watched these two episodes that, again, very much will kind of bleed together because there isn't a ton mm-hmm. of beat by beat stuff to recap. It's a lot of <laughs> they fight, you know, they sort of yeah. talk about needing energy and then they get it or they, you know, here and there. Uh, so yeah, we, who knows? I'm curious how our, how our discussion is going to take shape. Uh, yeah, there's some tonight. pretty, there's some pretty good moments. I'll yeah. say. But also if you, if you stick around to the end, I think we'll probably do a little, a little larger discussion on all of the shows we watched and yeah, kind of see if we can reflect on anything on anything we've learned from, you know, a whole half of a year on, on magical <laughs> girls. Uh, maybe we just dive right in. Maybe we can just do think it. So. Cut right through the bullshit and dive right in. Fighting evil by moonlight. Winning love by daylight. Never running from a real fight. She is the one thing. She will never 
right, here we go. I This one kind of is the finale of what we've been watching. And then the second one we watched today is a, a bit of a, a, a tag afterwards. So yeah, it's our... like, it's like, it's weird. Uh, I guess it's sort yeah. of cutting ahead, but it's like one part denouement, like, but not. Re- it's bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre. <laughs> Structurally very bizarre. So this is uh, Sailor Moon episode 67, Rubius Strikes Out. Serena reluctantly pursues Rubius, who captures her and Rini on board his spaceship. There, she and Rini must work together in their final battle against Rubius to rescue the other scouts. Uh, and it sounds very climactic and exciting. Um, but I think we've through, through the tone that we've been speaking, I think you can already tell it's 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 sort of it sort of isn't. It's 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 undercut a bit by the fact that last week we had Emerald arrive and sort of shit on Rubius and go, I'm the next arc. And Rubius is like, uh, yeah. oh no, I'm clearly going to lose. <laughs> getting, oh no, I'm about to get replaced by the next arc. <laughs> and and then on top of that, Rubius gives them this sort of arbitrarily long time limit to decide their plan. So, <laughs> so it's like, I'll be back in 16 hours. Yeah. And you, 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, so, so what we get is an episode that, I really wanted to like, I really liked the idea of for once when there's like a problem, uh, Sailor Moon really having the time to plot a course of action and not to sort of run full throttle into trouble. Uh-huh. Which but, well, she does anyway. She does anyway. Yeah. And, the, and the lack of stakes this whole time that they're just kind of shooting the shit between, you know, Rini's hanging out with Darian, yeah. Luna is hanging out with Sailor Moon, and neither one of them... Including, or I guess all four of them seem that disturbed by the fact that Rubius is going to kill the four best friends in three, o- in three hours. Yeah, yeah, it was so weird because I, I fully agree with you. He gives them, he's like, I'll be back in three hours. And then the next time we see them isn't like 10 minutes later where they go, oh my God, what are we going to do with our three hours? It's two and a half hours later. And Luna's like, oh, we've only got 30 minutes left. And I'm like, what did you do with the time? <laughs> yeah, so the next 30 <laughs> minutes is, is like Jack Bauer style where you just get, you know, a full episode in, <laughs> in real time. <laughs> Damn it, Chloe. <laughs> Chloe. Biku. There's no Biku. time. Biku. <laughs> Oh God, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's weird because this effectively this is like a mid-season finale, kind of yeah, kind of episode that that isn't. But the problem is that we just had the bullshit Doom Tree arc that was kind of the first <laughs> half of the season, and it didn't amount to anything. So now when we're actually getting to like story content, I'm sorry, our brother sister plant aliens banging all day in the treetops, <laughs> nothing to you. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. No, you're right. I, I'm sorry. Um, and I'll retract everything I've just said. But yeah, you know it, it. And so once we're actually getting something with like narrative significance to the overall arc, it's already we're already like twenty plus episodes. This into arc has this felt season. consistently. This is the first time I have felt really let down with the dub team. Maybe not the dub team, but the translation team, or at yeah. the very least. This has felt like they're. This is either a new, new, new translators, or they're just phoning in now. You know, they've been at they've been, they've been at Deke for a few years. And they've got a little job security, <laughs> and they're just not working as hard. I don't know. Is anyone but, even watching Sailor Moon? What are we? The, what am I doing all day? The quality here compared to the first two uh, seasons of of Sailor Moon. Now, the Doom Tree one is a little hard to say because it was it's sort of. Uh, Fruit of the poisonous tree, so to speak. Right, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the first like canon arc that still felt like really suboptimal, and, and, I, and, and I agree. And th- and that the quality of the show was hurt by the English side. The English yeah, team. I thought the show might get better when they stopped caring so much, but <laughs> it might be the opposite problem. Uh, yeah, because it. Yeah, I mean, and you can tell with the amount of episodes that we had to feel like we needed to dip into the watch the original and see what happened, what got cut out, like how mm-hmm. this was handled. And it is significant. You know, some of this writing was really good that they kind of plaster over with quick, you know, insult comedy. <laughs> you know? Did Triumph write this? Yeah, exactly. It's weird. <laughs> I, 
Yeah, I, I, I don't want to I don't want to act like I, I hated it or anything. It was it's it's still a lot of fun. It has those really nice moments from time to time. Uh, but nothing has let has lived up to that first huge chunk of Sailor Moon that we watched, I think. Yeah, and well, and the Catsy stuff, you know, the, the sisters liked were fun those. to have around. But to really the fact that we needed like 10 plus episodes of Rini just kind of being around. And yeah, uh, yeah. And, and and as it, you know, as I sort of like um, say for the umpteenth time, but with what Austin just said, with this giant cast of villains, um, it just exacerbated the fact that none of our supporting cast got really got any airtime. Nope. Yeah. Yep. Hardly. I mean, we got an Amy episode and we got like a kind of a Mars a episode, but a, it was still about Catsy. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah. even really. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and honestly, Melvin's the soul of this show and he's nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen. That little fucking sleeping bag caterpillar prune milkshake <laughs> piece of shit brightened the screen every time he was around. Him and Molly making out in the back of a of a shot, just like hell yeah. Um, well, and every time that they they bring up Melvin in passing, just feels so odd uh, in this season. It feels like a character. It feels like the character got killed off, and they're just dogging on him from beyond. The <laughs> yeah. They're weekend at Bernie's, like the deep dub is. Bernie's in the <laughs> yeah. Melvin to pretend that he's still around and okay. <laughs> oh man. Uh so okay, so was was there anything from this episode that you particularly liked? I, I have a couple no, moments. I, I mean, like I said, I liked I I wanted to like this one, and if I if it felt like it wasn't just pitter patter for the sake of making a two part episode. I'd have been a lot more on board for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely have some moments I need to call out right at the front. Rubius, and we have to clip drop this, but <laughs> Rubius addresses the Sailor Scouts as the Simpy Scouts. He does. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the return of Simp. It's <laughs> uh, the second time he's invoked the word. The word that, the, sound. <laughs> the word that Twitch doesn't word. like. He's spoken the dark, the dark invocation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was a pretty big fan of uh darian because like when they when serena like, goes hard dad on rainy yes yeah. he really does so he has a, a couple moments in a row right so he's he's trying to talk to rainy on the roof of their apartment building house it's hard to really say and uh he's like you need to tell me what happens in the future but his voice is really calm in the dub, but his face is intense, and he's, like, grabbing her by both shoulders and kind of shaking her around. <laughs> and it was a little yeah. alarming. But when he comes down, uh, him and Rini come down, and they realize that yeah. Serena has run off to go save everybody on her own, and then Rini disappears, too. He, uh, he, I liked this. He, he says, you know, it's really scary how much those two are alike. They're both a pair of meatball heads, as if they were related or something. But this, So this is our first sort of, like, unchecked um plot beat that that um so we spent the first part of the season where he's having sexual fever dreams from the future yeah and that has now played absolutely nothing into this entire arc. nope nope, nope. Done nothing <laughs> not a single thing <laughs> i do not have any idea i have no idea why he feels the need to have broken up with her. i hope our i hope our episode title is sexual fever dreams from the future <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it is at this point shaping up to be nothing more than a really shitty flimsy excuse to not, you know, to, to, yeah, as a, as a, to reset yeah, as a total like to break Ross and Rachel to, up. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They didn't want to write it. They didn't want to write it yet. They worried they'd run out of, you know, ideas for them being together or whatever, or they'd lose yeah. viewers. And yeah. And just was like, no, we can't be together yet. Serena. But they can. They totally could. It's fine. It's fine. He's got a sick motorcycle and she is ready to go ride on it all day. Yeah. It, they'd be fine. It's fine. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, uh, this, the, these two episodes also completely cock block us on anyone finding out that Rini is Serena and Darian's kid. It's it like is, comes so, so close. True. There is, there is some truth to like. You know, mom and dad break up, and dad goes on a dad goes on a tear and buys a hot motorcycle. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean th these 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 people are like eternal beings. So Darian 
as far as we know, is also having a midlife crisis. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and is also 18 or whatever. But um, yeah, the um, there is a moment after the conversation with with Darian and Rini where Serena is kind of debating her feelings with the cats yeah. And she said, <laughs> it sounds she so said, sad with that context. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, but she says that like, uh, on regards, in regards to Rini versus like, uh, I don't know. Do I, do I save her or also she frustrates me? So <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if I, maybe we should actually sacrifice her to, to the space goblins or whatever. And she says, part of me wants to blast that rotten kid into outer space. And then part of me wants to protect her. You know, and part of me, you know, whatever, cares about her. And then Luna, Luna, to that yeah. response is like, your choice is hard. Like, no, it's it's not, I don't think, right? I don't think it's it one is, of those really. Things. Like, I mean, because this, it takes such a such a clear side, sort of, um, you know, traditional heroic arc that I don't think anybody had any question what was going to go down. No. Uh, but I did like, I did like Serena's sort of moral quandary, like, all right, all four, uh, the only four people in the world who like me are trapped in a castle. <laughs> yeah. And then this, dump, this dumpster child is all I got to trade for him. I, I, I like that it gave her pause at least. Yeah, yeah. it did. It shouldn't, but it did. <laughs> um, my, my favorite moment in the entire episode is here where she's like, I'm going to go outside. And the two cats, unbeknownst to them, of course, like Serena's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go off on my own. But the two cats are like, okay, we need to come up with a plan. And their plan is to two cats in a (laughs) trench coat dress up as Rini. (laughs) It's it's very good. It's a good plan. They imagine it. It's really funny. (laughs) It's almost as good as pretending she's your cousin Trini. Oh. God, Serena, uh, not, Serena really thought that gamble was going to work on Rubius. She did, yeah. <laughs> ha! You're even dumber than I thought. This isn't who you want. She's my cousin Trini. Huh? Yep, Trini. Did you expect me to hand over Rini so easily? Ha! What a ditz. <laughs> to me, this that, this felt like um, partially a translation artifact and partially something that didn't translate. Like, it was so odd. Because I don't even... Because the person that... Uh, that Rubius is after isn't Rini exactly. He doesn't know her name, and Rini's the made-up name she uses as a cover identity. Right. Yeah. Although they do, like they do say Rini, but it doesn't. Do the, I mean, that's, does the Rubius side yeah, call her Rini at some point? Yeah, he calls her. Oh, Rini I missed that. Times, but it's no, just, it, it doesn't. You're not. You're not wrong to be confused. It doesn't yeah, make sense. It doesn't. Um. Yeah, I do want to clip drop. This sequence, though, I mean, where Serena's horrible lie about tr- Trini and then and then the weird delivery of when she took and then immediately she's like, OK, Rini, now I need you to run and hide. And then Rini's the place. in this in this really weird delivery is just like, yeah, uh, I will. Because <laughs> that's why I thought it was like an odd sort of translation artifact, because the, yeah. the visual, the vi- the visually, they have to do something with this scene because. Serena makes some joke. Right. Um, I, I mean, I don't know what it is. Japanese. It could be the exact I don't same. I don't either. It could I be the do literally exact diligence. same. But they're stuck kind of do, putting a joke in this scene. And the way they've structured the episode, it, it doesn't work at all. They can't smash cut to like get yeah. rid of the weird tension that they've created. In the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know. The rest is just they fight Rubius uh, and then Rini disrupts his magic magic blocking crystal barrier and then the ship is going to self-destruct and all the scouts are freed and they teleport back home yeah this is one of those funny things that's uh i guess they can i guess they can teleport anywhere whenever they want if they do the circle (laughs) if they do the circle (laughs) yeah they've got to make the circle god it's uh it's really funny rubius rubius like goes full like i did not expect he seems very selfish the whole arc and then at the end here he's like this ship is programmed to self-destruct taking all of you miserable sailor scouts with it <laughs> going down with my ship knowing you're going down with me will be a great honor i'll be prince diamond's greatest hero prepare for your end sailor scouts and it feels like a real heel turn for him in a way to suddenly be like a martyr 
for Prince Diamond when his whole drama over the last two episodes is that Prince Diamond doesn't think he's good enough and is only giving him like a day to fix it. Yeah, and even prior to that is a sort of uh, obviously amoral, manipulative psychopath. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's super strange. Um, but he definitely dies. Like, we don't get one of those, like, I'm going to convert you like the Negamoon sisters or whatever. Like, nope, right. he's dead. Rubius is dead now. He exploded very large in the sky. I just did my research. So uh, apparently in the original Japanese, the bad guys have been calling her Rabbit the whole time. And the good right. guys have been calling her Chibiusa. And right. so when he's like, give me rabbit, S Serena gets to go, this isn't rabbit. This is my cousin, Chibiusa. Chibi you think I'd give you yeah. rabbit? And so yeah. there's two names. And so then she's Got like, it. okay, Chibiusa, go hide. Right. And so like, yeah. it's actually a thing. <laughs> Instead of Trini. Instead of Trini. When, <laughs> when everybody's just called her, called her Rini both times. <laughs> <laughs> She'll finally get another name in the next episode. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, but, but first we have to talk really quickly about our first sighting of Prince Diamond. <laughs> yeah, I think we do. Uh, because he's a big, he's a big wine dad, right? He's a, he's a, <laughs> yeah. he's a, he's a throne lounging, menacing <laughs> wine daddy. With, yeah. With big yaoi hands and just a, a huge cup of wine. Like yeah, one of those strong... ones that you can pour a whole bottle into. <laughs> yeah. It's a strong, like Dracula Castlevania sort of yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. happening uh, like what is a man uh <laughs> set up there uh, he has yeah. he has the most devastating cut i think i've seen in a way that like uh, aside from like a really well-crafted insult just the timing of this mm -hmm. was so brutal because we've seen we've we've been we've gotten just enough of emerald to know that like rubius she has uh quite a loyalty to prince diamond yeah and she's and like rubius is an over-the-top uh, uh, laugher, like uh, villain laugher, <laughs> and uh, she the second, the absolute second, she breaks into villain laughter in front of Diamond. He just goes, <laughs> "Whoa, you're too much." You know, when you think about it, Rubius was really clueless. <laughs> Emerald, stop it! This is no laughing matter. Huh? Oh. He just he just eviscerates her and she covers her face for the whole rest of the scene. <laughs> well, it's also worth mentioning that uh and I know I'm going to incur some anime bullshit here, but the English or the the yeah, the English voice actors for Emerald does a pretty good Ojo-sama laugh. Uh god, it's like it's like seeing a younger version like of me <laughs> just like slowly blossoming I know into it was like <laughs> for the first for the first part of our show, we battled for for a young Austin soul, and I completely lost. And you lost I just her, completely right? lost him. <laughs> I had nothing to do in the quarantine. He could have been watching. He could have been watching fun adult animes, fun grown up we, animes, not porn animes. But like we've been, okay, we've not been Ojo Samas. Like, <laughs> we've been patting our laps, stay like like two owners of the same dog, like seeing which one he'd come to, like. <laughs> Come on, boy, over here. It's okay, me. best it's two out of three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll watch Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> yeah. And, he's and like, then you'll watch Food like, Wars. Food Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I you owe Rory a Ghost in the Shell now for the number of Food Wars I've gotten you to watch. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll talk off we'll talk offline. Yeah. Um let's hear from a sponsor. Let's do it. Hey Rory, yo. Can uh we we we've got there's a there's a sponsor. It's a little oh, different. It's a little oh, oh, different uh, than oh, our normal sorts little, of sponsors. A little more fun. Yeah, a it's, more it's, a, it, it's quite a lot more fun. Uh, we we're we're gonna help sell a little bit of merch today. Can you tell us all about the exciting world of novelty bathtubs? Novelty bathtubs. So here's 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 a question I've got for you. Uh, mm -hmm. You get, you've gotten home from a, a hard day of work at the potato factory, and <laughs> your back is screaming. The dogs are barking. Uh, do you do you want to stand erect, uh, like a like a like a corn stalk, to wash off all of the all of the potato grime from your from your uh, 
you know, your callous bones. Doesn't sound like fun to me. No. So what I would say is, do you want to, do you want to relax in a bathtub uh, that is not unlike, now here's the problem with a straight up bathtub. Mm-hmm. Now, you're, you've spent, you've just spent the last 12 hours at the potato factory washing potatoes uh, before we sell them. And, uh, because that's pretty much all you have to do for a potato before you sell it. Right. Um, but, but riddle me this, uh, you're covered in potato grime. You get home to a bathtub. Uh, are you excited? Are you excited to lay down in what looks like what you've just spent the last 12 hours, uh, you know, cleaning up? Do you want to be the potato that you, that goes in, <laughs> that goes into this sort of like dispassionate white tub and just you know gets worked over by some but if is something it, somebody much more giant than you somebody relative <laughs> a relative size to you that you are to a potato is that sound no. fun no it sounds like hell well you guess again buddy because with novelty with novelty <laughs> bathtubs what you get is uh, a basin a factory basin that you get to climb right in and a giant will clean you as if you were a little potato <laughs> Just a sweet, just a sweet potato who needs his skin scrubbed. Oh, God. Now I'll ask you again, does that sound awesome? Well, it's starting to sound a little it's bit better now that you give me details. Great. Yeah, now, yeah. That you figured, now that you figured out how dope it is to be a potato and be scrubbed off by giants. Uh, <laughs> like a potato in the hand of giants. Right. Just like, just like, just like a big old, like a big old Gilgamesh just getting his, getting, getting his potatoes clean. Now, like Finn McCool, it, like Finn McCool the giant. Oh, he's the McCoolest. <laughs> he's the, now. I I, I I can't allow this. <laughs> <laughs> now, it sounded like you had a question, Andrew. I do. I do have a question. Uh, when I'm working all day at the potato factory, I'm pretty dispassionate about potatoes. it because because yeah. I scrub these potatoes all day. Is there any guarantee that the giant is going to be into what he's doing to me, or is he going to give me like? the same Are sort you, of dispassionate energy like is he union <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i think i think there is a possibility that uh the stain of capitalism goes upward in scale forever so that he may himself be washed as a potato to a to a larger <laughs> cosmic being and we don't know to what end that you know th that's that, that kind continues. of like a trickle down right it's yeah. let's trickle down economics. Yeah, is that, is that a giant will treat that a giant will watch you like as like a potato? Yeah, the water we use is actually trickled down from 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 the giant bathtubs. <laughs> wow, our like oceans, really opened my so, third that's, eye. That's why our oceans are so salty or starchy, if you will. Is they're mm. actually. That's just the Crazy. bathtub of giants. That's just the bathtub of giants watching watching their potatoes. Well, Thank you for clarifying our sponsor incredibly well. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Okay, everybody, we are. This is the last episode of the last episode uh, that makes sense of our magical girls arc and here is the synopsis for sailor moon episode 68 the secret of the lunasphere <laughs> get ready for this synopsis rini falls ill and sailor pluto reveals herself to the sailor scouts to help her yeah yeah you heard that right you heard that right sailor pluto a new one. We got a new one, everybody. We got the Outer Senshi are it among feels us. It feels like, yeah, so it feels like they treated this like they've been really properly foreshadowing this all season, and in no way has that been true. <laughs> Super not. <laughs> uh, they're like, because, and even, I, it seems like even the, the writers realized this some point in this episode and didn't go back to fix it. Um, there is a point where Rini calls Luna Ball Luna B. 
Yes. I think I think it's Luna P, but I had to listen to it a it lot. Is, it was like, is say, it Luna B? Is it Luna P? Help, Luna P. It does sound kind of like P, but it's a Luna Ball, right? There's no other. Right, I know. They keep calling it Luna Ball, so wouldn't it be Luna B? But is it Luna P for Pluto? Like it, Nobody okay, knows no, no, what's no, going no, on, no, and no, they wait, wait, wrote wait, wait, the script. Wait, wait. wait. We're so being they, 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 they retcon on it. Uh, so okay. I don't disagree that it sounded like P, but I think, I think she says Luna B. But... Then later, when Sailor Pluto shows up, they're like, Are you the one Rini calls Luna P? Right. Yes, yes. They're like, uh, okay, so you were just too lazy to change something from two minutes ago that you knew you clearly <laughs> translated wrong? All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good. And I was so in love with her calling Luna Ball Luna P. <laughs> but no, uh, can we can we talk about the absurd, amazing name that is the Grim Man? The Grim the- Man. I I also thought maybe he's big and purple. I did think they said grimace at first. Me too. Um, <laughs> they say grim. They they say the same way the that they there's the same way that they sometimes mealy mouth wise man is Weissman. Uh-huh. They call him Grimmin. No one escapes the Grimmin. I just love the idea that it it feels very much so. This is this is a droid that Prince Diamond has sent to infiltrate Rini's dreams, and. It feels very much like their name was supposed to be the Grim Reaper, and someone was I like, that, that, too. that is not appropriate for kids. Grim Reapers? Ooh, so spooky. Can we call him, like, the Grim Man? The Grim <laughs> yeah. Man. How about the Grim Preeper? <laughs> <laughs> My cousin, Grim Treeper. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it, it, it's a little weird, too, because the end of the last episode we got a like, all right, Rubius is out. Emerald, you're in, you're up, your call, Emerald now. And uh-huh. then immediately after, and then maybe this is only a problem because we're watching these back to back, but it's especially weird when it's like, no, Emerald, you're not, you're not ready yet. You just said I was, you just said, now is Grim Man's going up? <laughs> you said it was my turn. Who's Grim Man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's- it just feels like another, like another retcon, like another reset. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. It, it was jarring. It's a jarring transition between these two episodes. Yeah, and I want to say there's the, the the reason that I had us watch this one is because it kind of lives between the two arcs, and I thought it'd be a good move to sort of finish that sort of last thing out because you know it's sort of dealing with the uh, like Rini is knocked out after the last episode, and so it's like oh, she's not woken up for three days. And then also it's sort of like this odd little island in between two arcs because next episode, which we'll watch, I don't know, some indeterminate amount of time in the future. uh, Next episode, it's like Emerald's doing shenanigans at like a place in Tokyo now. And so it's like really like we're starting a new exactly like what you expect next week. Um, So this one just sort of lives oddly in the middle as like a, yep, we're finished with that one. And also here's Sailor Pluto, I guess, for a second. Um, which feels weird. It does feel strange because we get no real context for Sailor yeah, Pluto like I at said, all. It, it, it felt like they were e- either one of two things, but both sort of failed to land. Either that they had been properly foreshadowing it this whole season, which they had not, or <laughs> that there was an audience or readership that would be so fucking jazzed for her appearance that it was that the reveal would be worth it to them for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got to find a way to get it in. But this is just now. a new character, as far as I know. This is just a yeah. new character. Yep. Here yeah. Well, and Pluto's really cool uh, because she does she's seem like, cool. She guards the gates of space and time. Like, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's dope. Like, she seems like she has a responsibility, which is better than what you could say for almost any of the Sailor Scouts we have now. They've never yeah. even seen the door of space and time. They just live here in Tokyo. But There's it, a door it, of space and time. Yeah, it's it's reminiscent <laughs> to me of the appearance of Ray, right? Because in the chronology of Ray or. Sailor Moon to Mercury, who are both kind of just bullshit students who have no yeah. thing going on. And then we meet somebody who's already a flame <laughs> witch. Like, his yeah. powers are significantly different, like, than the normal mm-hmm. humans. H- highly qualified for the uh, job. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and, we go, and then we go back to the, to Jupiter, who uh, can cook a mean meal and can kick, can kick with the best of them, but is otherwise uh, not supernatural. Has no witch powers. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then you get Venus, who's already been out being a vigilante since before the show started. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Has her but own also hat. no yeah. witch powers. We're back to still. Right. No witch <laughs> powers. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I think another reason this episode was, I don't want to say off, but different was because the whole structure of the episode feels very much like, I don't know, like a different show. I mean, it's kind of unmoored from any, um, any season structure. Yeah. Because we've had these, we've had these very definite arcs up till now. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. But it also entirely takes place in Rini's dream. In Rini's brain. In little lady's mind. In little boy. A it? small lady? Small, small lady. lady. Yes. So apparently her name, her future name is Small Lady. And <laughs> I, I can't tell if that's supposed to be like a royal title, right? Like if she's like, instead of calling her a princess or something, like people call her Small Lady or something. Like I couldn't tell what they were going for. Well, I think that, I think Small Lady, I might be wrong about this, but some version of this is... In Japanese, they just say small lady in English as her name. Mm. Because I believe she takes on some sort of like weird nega form named Black Lady, which they just say like the. I'm yeah, sorry, what? That, yeah, there is. <laughs> she takes the form of a Black Lady? That, I mean, look, that's the. That's <laughs> in Japanese, they literally say Black Lady. Like, I know, I know, I and, get it. Yeah, it. Has yeah. yeah a different meaning, um, uh-huh. maybe different yeah. connotations uh, outside of so. Japan. Um, yeah, but so I think maybe that's just a direct, like the same, literally the same words. Yeah, um, it's still weird. I mean, it's not a good way to translate. It makes small lady makes no sense, and we have no touchstones for it in English. It feels very odd to hear someone call someone small lady and not have right. it be weird. Uh huh, and that be your Christian name or whatever. <laughs> 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 so this one is entirely in Rini's dream and it's kind of weird because it's a version of Rini that uh, doesn't know any of the Sailor Scouts like it's supposedly like you know she's dreaming about the time before she came back in time and I so I didn't get that at all I thought she was just kind of I thought this was just kind of dream rules and she didn't know them in her dream I yeah it I mean whatever it is she doesn't know them and it makes it kind of a strange dynamic yeah the uh, characters yeah. have to point out that it's confusing and hard to follow <laughs> And uh, and all the while, this droid, this Grim Reaper, I'm sorry, sorry, sensors, this Grim Man, Grimmins, Grimmin, uh, is is stalking her, and uh, and and everything that the Sailor Scouts try and do against the Grimmin uh, is is like completely ineffective because it's like dream rules, and so they're like, fucking, what do we do? And I, I think it's it's interesting. You get I, if there's anything I could say that's like really positive about this episode, it's that we get to see how much Serena's attitude towards Rena Rini has shifted, um, especially over the, these two, where it's like, yeah, you're annoying, but I've sort of uh, come to come to terms with the fact that I'm willing to do anything to protect you anyway, and, and I, I don't know why. I'm willing to give this episode a little bit of slack because we watched it in an odd. It takes place in an odd space in our watching structure as yep. the final episode of our of our thing. If this was the first episode of a new arc and we watched one more, I could have been a lot more on board with this episode, depending on what yeah. they do with the next one. Totally. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. No, it's a weird way to kind of go out, I think, uh, especially because we get this hint at a much more exciting thing, like new Sailor Scouts and like a time witch. <laughs> <laughs> And villains, and in more interesting villains, we 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 meet Prince Diamond. We meet this this character Sapphire for the very first time. Oh, he's a big hothead. Yeah, and we've met Emerald a couple times, but all of them are way better than Rubius and the and his and his uh, gaggle of sub lieutenants. Well, Uh let's not let's not say mean (laughs) things about Catsy. I love (laughs) Catsy. I I loved I loved nice Catsy, but as a villain, she was pretty toothless. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, Grim Man's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. We don't know anything about Grimman and Weissman. Yeah, Weissman. It's weird. It's weird because we also see. Because I had that question before, right? Of like, well, doesn't he serve? Doesn't Rubius serve Wiseman? Well, who's this Prince Diamond? But even Prince Diamond seems to, if not serve with Wiseman, be able he to takes, call him for uh, advice. Yeah, he takes advice from Wiseman, which is interesting. Yeah, there, there is something about this episode that breaks from traditional Sailor Moon structure. And in some ways it kind of feels like a Star Trek episode or something like it, it feels, I feel like almost every, every major 
shows had a dream episode and you can kind of set your watch to the point in the dream episode when they go, <laughs> it's the dreamer's dream and they can make anything happen. Uh-huh. That is sort of the, the, <laughs> the crux of basically every dream episode of a TV show, right? Yeah. We've all seen at least six of these. Yes. Uh, and that is what happens here. You know, and if I mean, you it's die in the dream, dream, you die in real life. Right. And, <laughs> and they spend the whole time kind of an exhausting amount of time just trying to get Rainy to trust the Sailor Scouts because she doesn't know them. And it's just like, no, I hate yeah. you. I don't trust you. Yeah, which is frustrating because we just watched. Use my name. Use my new arc. name. <laughs> yeah, you small, call me small lady and I don't trust you again. Even though we spent the last like 13 episodes doing that already. Painstakingly building trust with a child who did not deserve that yeah. much effort. <laughs> right. It's almost like their need to keep uh, Serena and Darian separate. Right. Is also like, no, we got to make sure we keep Rini irritating. It's the only <laughs> thing we've got. It's the bread and butter of our show now. <laughs> yeah. D- to be to be complimentary, at the end of this episode, she is really thankful. And it does seem like a real change has taken place. I, I agree. Um, but you know, you know, what's so frustrating having now the clarity to look back at the the origin of Rini when she show or. The origin in this arc, our first appear, her first appearance. She is competent and has a plan and, and a gun, yeah, and a gun, and a gun, and a fucking gun. <laughs> uh, but then, as soon as episode two, she's just an annoying screaming toddler. She's a for the she's rest a helpless arc. kindergartner. Yeah, yeah, she shut up with a pistol and used it <laughs> <laughs> on Serena. And now, yeah, and now she, like, doesn't know how to tie her shoes and, like, run in a straight line. And, like, come on. Mm-hmm. Just, like, <laughs> sh- show some of that competence. But I guess not. It is cute when she wakes up from her dream and they're all like, oh, my God, you're awake. The very first thing that she says is, I want pancakes. And that's real because I feel that most days when I wake up. Yeah, like, you yeah. do. A <laughs> little pancake boy. A little pancake boy. Should mention the end of the first episode we watched, Serena wanted to give Rini a, a, a special treat for helping her save the day. Oh, and man. And that, that line is so treat. weird. It sounds like she's talking to her dog. She's like, that's a good girl. You'll get a special treat. <laughs> treat for my good girl. And like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then Rini wants pancakes. And remember, we've established pancakes. Rory, this this episode, I think you watched, but you weren't here for our discussion. Uh-huh. Uh of Serena's mom making pancakes and going completely right. unappreciated. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and having it be this whole thing about like Rini's trying to like get Serena to respect her mom by eating her pancakes. <laughs> well, because <laughs> so pancakes now, have become a symbol for motherly love, you know, so right. which, what, what we're, this is really just a foreshadowing of the, of the fact that Serena's tr- actually Rini's mom because of how much Rini wants her pancakes. You know? Yeah, she insists that Serena has to be the one to make the pancakes for her, <laughs> even if they're going to suck. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the episode, right? Like, if it sounds like a weird way to to end, it, it kind of is. And I, uh, I, I apologize. I wish I'd known that it was going to be like this. And I maybe I yes. would. But except but it's okay. it ended. It ended even weirder because the sailor says, oh, yeah, <laughs> for this one is it's a repeat. It's kind of oh, is it a repeat? I think it's a repeat. We've had oh, this daydream before. That would one make before. sense. Okay, we've but, had the daydream before because it really God, it sounds coming out of nowhere. It's like sounds like Serena took a huge bong rip and it's just like really spacey and it's just like daydreams are <laughs> cool. cool and daydreams are nice, especially the ones about food. <laughs> oh, daydreams are cool, all right. Just don't forget about the here and now. The time you spend daydreaming, you could be out making your daydreams come true. See you next time! <laughs> and actually, the, the last episode, we, we skipped over the sailor says, but it has yeah. not only nothing to do with it, but it's using... <laughs> uh, she, invent- she mentions this, like, random tangent that's nothing to do with this episode. Sammy is nowhere to be seen. Yeah, that would have been a re- probably a repeat, and too. And she was like, Sammy learned his lesson, didn't he? And we're like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's super weird. Yeah, so they must be, they must have hit the end of how much they actually want to do Sailor Says. 
And they yeah, just I wonder started if from the all beginning. Now. Yeah, like like those Sammy scenes were from the first episode of the entire show. So maybe they just started over at the very beginning. It, it could also be that they're nearing the end of this season, right? I mean, there's only 13, I think, more episodes in Sailor Moon R. And I'm pretty positive Sailor Moon R is the last one that Deke dubbed. I think it switches to a company called Cloverway for Sailor Moon S um, with a different cast. And uh, it just very well could be that they got near the end and someone was like, can we just can we just fucking pick 15 ones to reuse for these last episodes? Because I'm mm-hmm. done. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Motherfuckers. The, There's the no morals in these anymore. <laughs> having to troll through footage to find something relevant to like doing your homework good or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I think it took a toll. You guys, we did it. We did we did 10 weeks of uh, Sailor Moon and yeah. uh, Accoutrement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and friends. <laughs> Sailor Moon and friends. I'm I know we we had we'd sort of talked about doing this arc for a while. Uh, and we didn't really know what structure we wanted to do for yeah, it, et cetera, It's always et one of those things. Whenever we want to do Sailor Moon, we've got this large pile of episodes that's bigger than yeah. our normal current structure to get through and have to figure out how to do it in a way that's fresh and fun. Yeah. Yeah. How do you like, you know, and also how does our show not just become Sailor Moon, the podcast? It you already, know I mean? it's sort of our it sub is. podcast. It it's- might as well be. All the people who stop listening uh, because they just, we just do Sailor Moon all the time. But you know what? fucking suck it (laughs) suck it god yeah i have i have a treat for you boys oh Uh, well maybe not it's probably it probably is lame but but (laughs) every time now that we do one of these big themed things we gotta do superlatives we gotta do sort of end of the school year wrap up yearbook superlatives uh and we got our magical girl arc and i want to i want to ask you boys what do you think best transformation and and to recap so everything we've seen sailor moon yeah star versus the force of evil Mm -hmm. uh and then creamy mommy (laughs) i forgot about creamy mommy yes creamy mommy and then we had madoka magica Mm -hmm. and then ronin warriors which i'm counting uh (laughs) even though it was picked by you know picked by patreon um and then we saw Utena. Yeah. And and yeah, here we are. What do you think? Best transformation. I think you got to give it to the OG. You got to give it to Sailor Moon. Sailor yeah. Moon has has the best transformation sequences in the game. They're immaculate. Every time I'm always like, okay, especially when the whole team transforms, I'm like, oof, you did not have a lot of content this week, did you? And yet, <laughs> sure. that whole seven minutes or whatever it takes for everyone to transform, I'm watching. It's fucking yeah. great. Every episode? Why skip it? It's Why? you know it's got to be good if if they can do it that many times and not feel like they have to switch it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh. it's the OG. Uh, any honorable mentions though for transformation? Uh, I guess Utena walking upstairs. It, 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 it continues to be. I thought Austin's point was spot on that it it may be kind of the magical girl transformation, or at least the sort of magical barrier that it gets crossed in sure, in, in that threshold. in that show. For the in- it threshold, if you will, if you want to go Campbellian on it, you usually um, do. <laughs> yeah, I usually do. Um, then I would say that that is because of the music, because of kind of not even I don't know about the absurdity, but like the way it just doesn't fit the tone of the episode to have her <laughs> doing a badass stair walk in the middle. Like it just yeah. it doesn't fit, but it does. Yeah, she's got, she's got to go to her uh, her magical prog rock dueling ring up in the sky. Yeah, I would also add though to that the actual pulling the sword out means she has to do a little dance with Anthea. She gets to do a a, a sweet dip. She gets she to dance do with her bay mm-hmm. uh, and pull a sword out of her sternum, which yeah. is incredibly cool. <laughs> which is super. Yeah, so, yeah it's a one two punch, guys. I say, Utena uh, gets the uh, gets the runner up. Okay, Agreed. Uh, uh, best team. I think oh. this kind of this doesn't apply to all of them. No, uh, but it does. It does to different degrees. Yeah, creamy mommy has a team. It's just <laughs> it's, it's it's just her two publicity guys that, team. Well, yeah, it's her publicity you know, so team. I, it's her. I, 
I watched all of Madoka. Have you gotten around to that, Austin? I haven't yet. No, it's on it's my okay. list. Madoka's, Madoka was what I was going to say. I'm finishing Star, uh, but and I am not mm, going to say Madoka. You're not? I really mm. like them. It's really good. I'm going to go Star and Marco. Okay. It's a good call. It's a good call. Go Starco. Sure. And I mean, and Buff Frog. Yeah, and Buff Frog and Janna. And, and Buff Tom Janna. And... Vote, I mean, the vote for Janna alone, I think, is <laughs> pretty solid. <laughs> Uh, fan favorite. Yeah, I don't know. Are we going to be split on this? Because I was going to say Madoka because I really like the cast. I, I, I'm glad that we are split. Madoka is great. I'm going to split another great. way and, and say OG Sailor Moon. You know, I Jupiter, want to. And, 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 and in a Venus. different arc, I might have had a harder time making that choice, but they weren't a team this season. This entire season. That's nope. a good point. There was That's a good no point. teamwork. If we're just looking yeah. at Sailor Moon R. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, if we're going to do an honorable mention, though, real fast, sure. we got to mention the circle because <laughs> we got to mention the circle. Okay, yeah. no, I have to. I'll re- I'm going to do honorable mention Starko and, uh, and the <laughs> real. Here's the circle. The circle is the best team. There's no way it's not. I, I can't believe I overlooked the circle. <laughs> Plus, they have a tiger. So, Plus yeah, they have fucking, a tiger. come on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, best romantic counterpart. Oh mm. man! So we're looking well, at Darian, Darian sucks right now. Darian kind of sucks right now. He's a little better than when he was Moonlight Night. Yeah, but he, Moonlight he, and Night he has a motorcycle. Let's mm-hmm. remember, he's got a motorcycle. <laughs> My little the meter so keeps Marco. fluctuating right now. Uh, so yeah, Marco so also has Marco a does have a motorcycle. We didn't get there, but yes. Um, I wait. If if I felt like that the that the that the couple to beat. Or if the couple, not the couple, the beat, if I felt like they were going to be a couple in the show, I'm tempted to go Tenna and Wakaba. <laughs> okay. Because she's so funny. I love that girl. She's yeah. great. Yeah. Anthe also. I also like Anthe. I don't, I'm not the biggest Anthe fan. I feel like she's a little too. She's I'm a little ready to too, see her grow. You know, I'm ready to see Anthe grow. She's just a little too ethereal for me. Sure. Having sure. having I think none of us have watched more than the three episodes of Utena that's at this true. point. And so I think that's going to taint what we know right so like at the moment i i'm not inclined to give the points to anthe uh i think there's a lot of potential there my my vote is oh i'm so torn between marco and darian at this moment but i think i gotta give it to marco okay uh i think well i want to see more of creamy mommy because she has two boyfriends Which is the most number of boyfriends. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, per pound. <laughs> but, yeah. Hold on. Uh, phrasing. Um. But uh, yeah, I don't know. She's got she's got more more boyfriends. So mm-hmm. there's that. But <laughs> you you're what you're like you're like fucking Lur from Futurama watching them and watching Friends and being like, why does the bigger one not eat the other four? Yeah. Why does <laughs> Ross the biggest friend? Yes. <laughs> And like you're like well, she clearly has the most boyfriends. She's winning. <laughs> but no, I mean Otena wins that hands down because she has yeah. a whole school of girlfriends. Oh fuck! And, damn it, you're right. And, and <laughs> little sweaty basketball boys. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I one more. One more. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, hit it. One more superlative, unless you can think of one one you'd like to. Bring I would love up, to but, do some. I I didn't think to uh, do to plan ahead. Yeah. Um. Okay. So best villain. Uh, from what we saw, so I, I think that would exclude Star. Uh, yeah, we didn't really spend any time with villains on the podcast. Yeah, uh, and I would argue I haven't seen it. Like, I've seen three I know, seasons I was, of I was, Star. I was sort of, I was sort of process thinking. Star really wasn't the the villains weren't really the strength of the show. No, no. no. Um, I it, think. Uh, I don't know. I mean, with best villain i mean either some okay. someone who's like chewing the scenery but yeah then we've got we've got kind of two so so you could go you could go if you're if you want somebody who's chewing the scenery i think it's catsy right yes mm-hmm. definitely if you want With maybe this... rubius as a follow-up no i would and... say not not rubius as a follow-up the second to catsy is the <laughs> student council president for mutena <laughs> oh yes i was gonna say droid thunderclap <laughs> 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 I mean, Dreads, I guess, really a villain. The, the droids were kind of just monsters, right? Yeah. Sure. Uh, but I do love droids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I don't even think that, no, the president is not as bad as Sionji. 
No, no, he's a piece. Yeah, Sanji sucks. Pure evil. Sanji's got to take it. Yeah. Yeah. The Although we did just also horny have, and rich. We had his sister who like carried Anthe. At oh, the, the ball, sister was horrible. Who melted yeah. her yeah. clothes off in the middle of everybody. Now we also can't forget that girl from Creamy Mommy that vies for the contracts. Oh yes, yeah, she's incredible. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Yeah. Okay. How about best spell or like best power, best whatever, best move? Oh. However you want to define it. Ooh, I'm a big fan of Mystic Room Suck Transform. That's a that's a good one. Um, creamy mommy, creamy mommy's ability to do karaoke on the spot uh, yeah, is uh-huh. pretty nice. Is just to like generate karaoke and a song and everything, and like be good at it is is really helpful. Uh, the, I like I liked this the circle. <laughs> the best move. There's no way you can't find it. But excluding the circle, excluding the obvious winner. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I'm a fan of how Mercury finally got upgraded from just bubbles and steam. Yeah. To, like to just being, being a like, ch- just... having chess friends. Having <laughs> yeah, chess friends. No, she's got some sort of, she's got some sort of ice blast. I forget the, I forget the yeah. phrasing she uses. Yeah. Yeah. She's got, she's got a she fancier ice blast. Before she's got bubble beam and mist. She's got the two worst Pokemon moves. Yeah. For a water <laughs> type. Yeah. <laughs> No, I I gotta I gotta give it I gotta give it to to stars got the best moves because they're absurd and they're wonderful. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. But that's that's just me. That's my taste, you know. Right. We've uh, we've used some of these in in our images, but like best sort of like magical girl artifact or wand or like right item. Mm, sure, mm. sure. Okay. Uh, you got this the the chain scythe. I- <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was the Vernon Warriors didn't use that was an enemy's weapon, but I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'll uh, give I'm gonna do I'm gonna do your uh the sword you pull out of your Destiny Bride. Yeah. Yeah, that's gotta be it. That's it's so cool. Really good. It's really good because it's also narratively cool. It's and also like, narratively cool. There's just a lot, there's a lot to love about that. And it's okay. really cool. Use it to cut fops in half. <laughs> Uh, how about most likely to have, uh, you know, how about most likely to be an edgy 20-something? Oh, when they grow up? Yeah. Oh, oh creamy mommy. Creamy mommy, definitely. <laughs> she, creamy mommy she's when al- the aliens come back to take the power away and she can't yes, do it anymore. <laughs> and she's already been in Hollywood, like, as a child star and she's jaded. She's already jaded at 12 because she's been, like, a full adult working in Hollywood. Yeah, 100%. She's going to burn it. out at 15. Yeah. I'm sold. <laughs> I, never, I didn't even think of what the answer would be when I asked it. But yeah, <laughs> it's got to be Creamy Mommy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This has been so much fun. This is a really, this was a really fun way to spend a good chunk of time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As a, as a preview, next week we have another Patreon poll winner that we're going to do a one-off on. And then the week after that, I we literally don't even know what we we're no doing. We have no idea. Blue Skies. Uh, yeah, I'm so I'm so excited to get back to some just honest to God just garbage trash. trash. We gotta watch some trash, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've I've been in the mood for trash because if you if you're a member of our if you're a five dollar member on our Patreon, you saw I posted a video uh, because I bought some animation cells of a really trashy show that we have definitely watched on this podcast, and it's just it got me back in the mood of like ah uh, I remember no I. I Cadillacs and Dinosaurs is, it's got, oh, it's, 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 it's one of the best shows in the sense that it is, it's regular trash, but it's also like legit, like kind of watchable. Dope. Yeah. It's so watchable. watchable. And, and, and within the product they made at the end of it, it was watchable. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so. like a Fast and Furious movie, you know, it like shouldn't work, <laughs> but it turns it out it kind of does. does. Yeah. 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 Um, yes. Uh, in fact, you know, while we're, while we're, you know, hawking our, our own brand, uh, we haven't done this in like two years, but like we have social media. Uh, we have a Twitter. That's true. Find Saturday morning Tuesdays, like follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, find our discord. It, you don't have SMT to follow podcast. us on Facebook. We let's no. let's let Facebook die the sad death. It ought to die. No, you're let's right. Let's focus on Twitter and maybe Insta, but it's just <laughs> yeah. Facebook. So maybe just Twitter. Uh, maybe just Twitter. Jack Dorsey. We, we, Jack Dorsey a- subbed me. 
<laughs> and we have a Discord. We're not on TikTok, and that's probably okay. Uh, but Unless you're 13 and you're furious about it. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm 13, I listen to your podcast, I'm 13, and I'm so I'm... upset. Where's your TikTok content? <laughs> No, I think it's I think it's it's cute that you think thirteen year olds are still on TikTok because they're definitely on the new. They're on the know, dark web. On well, they're on the newest <laughs> thing. Yeah, the, they're on. The it was web. only a matter of time. The youngest, the youngest generation, the the only thing left was dark web, right? Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. No. Find us and hang out with us and tell us. You know, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a really uh, bald statement here. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something incredibly real, and this is what it is. All of us thrive on compliments and praise <laughs> and if you are listening to our show and you haven't yet sent us a message praised or blasted us? us or praised us do you know we're how so much it fragile. makes our day we're so fragile do, you do guys you know how much, <laughs> do you know how much we waste on therapy every week that we could we, we could save if you would just be a little bit nicer to your three week boys your three favorite weaklings <laughs> Just do it. Just so do it. Just pet. Like, just pet your damaged cats. If you like us, if you like our podcast, you should let us know. Because if you like us, let us know. Because we're crying. Because we're crying on the inside <laughs> and the outside. I'm actually fine. Uh, oh, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm very healthy. So don't. So actually, don't talk to me. But but they they really need it. So we need it so bad. Hey. Thanks. Thanks for sticking with us through this magical go arc. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And we say this with love. We'll see you next Tuesday.